0: Hey, what's up, everybody? Um, I'm just toasting a pancake before I go for massage. massage. Um, treatment's actually pretty important. Over, like, the next two weeks, I need to toast it a little bit more. Um, yeah, like, obviously, when, I think what happens... I think the reason I'm feeling pretty good in training um, is because, like, after... I think after a marathon... Um or like after hard training for example, you're like your leg muscles like get like pretty stiff. There's like stiff muscles and non-stiff muscles and um I think when the muscles are quite stiff, um, you know, it improves things like running economy and, and all this sort of stuff. And that's like a good thing, but then it's great for like training, but then I think if you're gonna like go and race, for example, then um the stiffer your muscles the the bigger chance of like later on in the marathon um you pick up like a little bit of a problem you know what i mean um like cramping or um, stuff like that so part of like the next 2 weeks is like finding a balance between like training so that you don't show up to Dublin unfit like it's too early even though i've just raced a marathon it's still too early to, like, taper or anything like that. Um, but also, like, I can't do too much that then what would happen is, like, um, you'd end up, like, struggling because you'd never have got rid of that, like, stiffness. And then, like, getting rid of that stiffness is a combination of training not as hard and then getting, like, plenty of, like, massage and physio and stuff. Um, Just one second. Sorry about that. Um, so, yeah, so I'm toasting a pancake and then I'm going to dash out the door and go for a massage that starts in about three minutes, maybe. And I have no idea how long the drive's going to take. So, that's very interesting. I'm probably going to be late for that. Um, but, yeah, that's all good. Um, so, no, yeah, things are good and things are definitely better. I guess you could say physically and, and mentally from like um last week or whatever. Um what what tends to happen with like like I think when I'm starting to get like a little bit of an illness, um I like get pretty negative. And then when you combine that with like the championship and stuff like this, then it was just probably just a recipe for disaster last week. Um This morning's actually the first day that I woke up with like proper like green or i think it was like yellowy phlegm and i'm not trying to be like disgusting it just is what it is um but i think it's more like well it definitely is i don't there's no thing about it it's definitely like just in my like not just in my head as in like i'm imagining it but in my head as in like just a little bit of a head cold which is obviously a good thing um and i don't think i sound as bad today you'll probably not hear me Sniffing and clearing my throat and doing any of that sort of disgusting stuff. That when I, because I listened back to my podcast the other day, um, I was telling my mum little bits about it, so I decided to listen back and hear myself yapping, and um, and yeah, God, I was, I was, I sounded awful, and um, so yes yeah, so and no, things are good. Um, I knocked the, I knocked the long haul travel out of the way a bit earlier than I thought, um. I know I told you guys that I'd consider doing that, but then I hadn't actually like booked anything or I hadn't changed anything. And then I woke up on Sunday morning and I just, I don't know, I'd been checking every day, different, different like travel options. And I usually book a ticket with miles. Um, and that means that like either, it means a couple of things. It means if you don't get on the plane, you can cancel and get your miles back, and it's like maybe like an a hundred dollar charge. Um, <clears throat> which obviously, like, I'm not saying a hundred dollars isn't a lot of money, but it's a lot less than if I booked a ticket and didn't get on it, it might be like 1400 quid. Um, so I woke up Sunday morning and I, I had a look online, and I seen a flight literally that day in like three and a half hours' time, which is like I think it was, like, 7 o'clock in the morning, and the flight was at, like, 10, and I was just, like, fuck it, like, I'm just gonna go, like, what I I had to be careful of was, like, the longer I stayed at altitude, like, I kind of committed myself to, like, I'd have to stay the whole time, because there was no point, the whole, the whole, like, thought process about coming home was that I had just spent two weeks at sea level in Doha North Carolina, and so... If I did come home um, before Dublin, it would end up being like, I'd have been down at sea level for four weeks, um, and that's obviously a good thing. Like, four weeks down from altitude is scientifically proven to go really well. Um, my concern with being at altitude is, you know, I trained really well on Saturday, and part of me was like, you know, maybe I trained really well because I've got to, like over two weeks down for an altitude. And like, I can't ignore that. I had to obviously pay attention to that. Um, and so to go back to altitude for only 13 days just seemed risky. Um, to travel with a little bit of a cold was also a little bit risky. Um, but you have to weigh up your risks. And the the coming down from altitude one seemed seemed the risk that I was less willing to take, I suppose you could say, because I was basically going to do two weeks up at 7,000 feet, actually a bit less, 13 days at 7,000 feet, and then um, I was going to have a long-haul travel close to the race, and to me, that's like, I can understand people traveling close to a race, um, so basically, people that go to altitude for four weeks, like myself included, I've been known to like travel close to race day and um, to get the altitude benefit. And that's like, it's a, it's not a guaranteed altitude benefit, but it's four weeks at altitude is very well scientifically proven and um, to like boost red blood cells and, and stuff like this. So um, a lot of people will take that gamble. And I mean, I've just done a long haul travel and I've trained today and training went like fairly well Um so like, I, I would understand why some people might take that risk. For me to take that risk when there's a very low chance of two weeks at altitude, like helping Dublin Marathon at all, to me that, geez, it sounds like it's suicide. You know what I mean? It's a, it's a very big, big gamble for very little return. Um, And there's kind of like another string attached and that's kind of how I make decisions in life. If there's like, if there's two positives for a situation, then it makes me feel like it's a pretty good situation. And The other one was my athlete visa still isn't sorted for America. Um, So if I go home, let's say I I got really sick or let's say like I decided, you know, Dublin's not a good idea. Um, It's okay because I'll renew my tourist visa, which is a 90-day visa, and it would last all the way through the Houston Marathon in January. Um, So it was kind of like win-win. Like it was kind of like, when I make a rush decision like that, I had been thinking about it for three days. I talked on the podcast about it for a couple of days. I talked to Haas about it and nobody actually knew. Like Haas didn't know until I was in the airport. Um, and, and that's just how I operate. Like I don't, I don't second guess myself. If I've been thinking about it for three days, it means that if I stayed, I'd have never let it go. So I'd have been sitting up in Flagstaff thinking, fuck, like should I went home? Like if I made a mistake here and blah, 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 blah. Um, so the travel worked out really well. I stopped by London. It's far easier travel to London. It's like a twenty-five minute flight to Phoenix. And then Phoenix you fly direct to London, like nine hours flight. Um, I'm I'm stiff today. Like I can feel like my hip flexors need a good like stretch or like I'm going for a massage now, obviously. Um but I got out this morning and I did like a I did like a little bit of a pickup run. Like I do these runs where um I I sit at a heart rate the first like half the first sort of like four or five miles I sit at a heart rate and um, well below marathon heart rate so like 140 to 150 I race a marathon at 170 and um, and then what I do is so it's usually like five or six miles between 140 to 150 heart rate and then what I do after that is start to like gradually not like I mean if you ever see any of my pacing in marathons like I'm pretty fucking good at it and I think it's because I track this on runs like this, where like I put the heart rate at a certain heart rate and then I just tick the miles off. And like, I get the feel, I get a feel for where I'm running, maybe what loop I'm on, maybe which road I'm on, maybe if there's a bit of wind. And because I've got this range of like 140 to 150 heart rate, for example, there's there's a little bit of leeway where like if it's a bit of a headwind, then I might like have to sit right at 150 to sort of keep the same pace. But then if like, you know, then if I get, like, a tailwind, for example, for a little bit of it, well, then maybe I'm able to, like, back off a little bit, um, and so I don't, like, I try to keep the, I don't really know what the pace is going to be, like, I had no idea today, but sort of, like, 140 to 150 looked to be, like, um, five, between, like, 535 and 540, roughly, um, and so that's roughly where I just tried to keep the pace at, and then because I had that heart rate range, I could, like, maybe speed up a little bit if I needed to. And that sort of pushed the heart rate up to the higher limit. And then if I could like back off a bit because it was a nice stretch of road or because like, um you know, there was a teal wind or whatever, then I, I backed off a little bit. Um And then what I did is the last seven mile, I started to like pick that up a little bit, um which was nice. um And I felt good doing that. Like um I, I started to bring the heart rate up to like 150 odd. Um, And I did that for like 150 to 155. And, you know, I didn't feel like, I didn't feel amazing at first. And like, I'm okay with that. Like the reason I didn't feel amazing at first is like, you know, yesterday was a long travel day. Um, And so the heart rate was really good. The heart rate was in a really good place, but I didn't feel amazing and willing to pick it up too quickly. So I kind of went to like 520 pace for a couple of miles and... That was like 155 to 156 sort of heart rate, which is still like 14, 15 beats below what I would race a marathon at. Like I raced a marathon at 170 and, and then what it did was I brought the heart rate right up for a couple of miles. So I brought it up. The, the upper limit today was supposed to be 165. So like still five beats below marathon heart rate, but I still wanted to like push a little bit and... And then like, it's kind of like, it was, it was, it's not kind of, it was completely an emotional decision, but because I started to feel good and because like, you know, I did the travel and because like I talked about, it, this is a bit of a Hail Mary, if like Dublin's going to work or not. um I just, I just pushed a bit harder. So the last like two mile, I brought the heart rate right up to like 170 um, and I ran, I think around like 505 and Bear in mind that 170 heart rate in Doha was, like, 520 to 525 pace when I raced the marathon. It was really nice to see, like, 505. And and then, like, I actually went quicker in the last mile. I sort of stopped paying attention to my heart rate. And I just sort of, like, did a lap around Victoria Park, where I absolutely love. And it's just a really nice loop. And it's really runnable. And there's not many distractions. And I ended up running, I think, 454. Um, And I... You know, it's not, there's no, I'm, I'm just going to say there's no rules. Like, it's very last minute. Dublin's very last minute. Um, I'm, I'm really not sure how it's going to go. Like, I'm, I look at things like today and I look at, like, my session Saturday and I get really excited and I think, fuck, like, you know, I could win this marathon. <laughs> like, and that's really fun to even be thinking like that compared to how I was thinking a week ago. But I raced Dublin last time and sort of, like, tried to go for the win and ended up, like, really struggling. So I know I'm a completely different animal now, and I'm way stronger, and there's a very high likelihood that I wouldn't fall apart anywhere near as much as I did last time, for example. But at the same time, I'm going to Dublin to try to meet the Olympics, not to try to win Dublin Marathon. You know, there's there's fucking so many years of Dublin ahead of me where I can like try to win, for example. But this time round, the goal is just to get points for the marathon. Um, so it's going to be a very smart race. It's going to be a very like I'd say it's going to be like a Kiji race with the local Irish people, and and everyone's probably going to be feeding off each other and 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 keeping an eye on each other. And um, but if you've ever seen the le- the the movie Legend, um, I, I, that's my Strava quote today. Um, and if you haven't seen it, it's Tom Hardy Legend, and you're, you're interested in my Strava like title, go to Go to YouTube and uh type in legend bar fight scene and a couple of these guys are gonna jump Tom Hardy and his uh, twin brother, the Cray twins, and a couple of these guys are gonna jump them. Um and anyway, hustle bustle and um they're like, Yeah, blah blah blah. I've been sent here to like I think what he says is I the, the guys that are gonna jump Tom Hardy say I've been sent here to knock the granny idea. Um and Tom Hardy goes right, right, and he says, I have gotta warn you now, I'm not gonna fight fair though. And he's got a knuckle duster on each hand, and like not that I'm like putting out any warnings here to anybody in Ireland, but like that's kind of the way I think about it. Like, and even that's that's kinda of, like what I was thinking this morning. Like, there were certain rules put in place this morning, like don't let the heart rate go above, like whatever it was, like one sixty five. Um, but but this is a it's a reckless move to run a marathon three weeks after another one, and it's a reckless move because like the 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 way to qualify for Tokyo, I didn't change the rules, um IAAF changed the rules, and so I'm not fucking fighting fair anymore. You know that's that's how I look at this. Like there used to be like rules in place in running, and you don't do this, you don't do that, and you don't run a marathon, blah blah blah, three weeks after a, a previous one that's fucking gone, IAAF changed the rules, I don't play by the rules no more, and, and, yeah, like, maybe there's a bit of, like, it's unorthodox, and maybe, like, there's a bit of, like, I don't know, I I don't think the word's, like, stupidity, because that's clearly not the case, like, we've paid attention to how training's gone and no decisions were going to be made until there was, like, some good signs in training, and, and then, like, there's still, like, little benchmarks that I have to pass, like, I still have to get to the start line healthy. Um, I still have to, like, get some treatment. And when I'm getting treatment, the physio if, – if, if the physio's here in Ireland, like, bearing in mind that I'm supported by Athletics Northern Ireland, and I go to see their physios. And when the physio's doing treatment on me, he, like – you know, when he's working on my hip flexor and he tells me, Stephen, your hip flexor isn't just tight from traveling. Your hip flexor's like – you know, maybe he tells me there's something wrong with it. I don't think there is. Like, it, it's fine. It just feels a bit – like, it needs a bit of work on it. Um, but I'm now in a scenario whereby the physio could pull the plug on the whole idea. Or he could at least advise me that I pull the plug on the whole idea. And, and I listen to the people around me. And sometimes I try to convince them otherwise. Um, because I'll be like, yeah, science only goes so far. And, uh, you know, you, sometimes you got to push limits. And But at the end of the day, you can't be supported by people and constantly not listen to the advice you're, you're given, um, now that said, I've done all the advice I've been given from Athletics Northern Ireland, or Athletics Ireland, or my coaches, or, um, I've, I've listened to for the last two years, and I told them that the minute that Doha was over, that, like, it's, it's, it's on me, this is my Olympics, this is like, you know, people could advise you, and they could say, no, no, hold on, and, and go to Houston Marathon and run really quick there. But what if the weather shit at Houston Marathon? And um, what if I get, like, a tooth infection two weeks before Houston like I did before Doha? You know what I mean? I'm not willing to gamble anymore. And it's about time that if I trust that I can do something, like, I really trust that I can go to Dublin and run really, really well. And I, and I tell the people close to me that I think I can do that. Most of it's in your fucking head anyway. So, if you think you can do something and you believe in your body and you believe in it recovering, why not? You know, give it a go, trust in it. Um you only live this life once. I worked really, really hard for Doha and it didn't pay off. Um, but if anyone follows my training and sees the couple of sessions that I've done, like a little progression run this morning and um that session that I did on Saturday, like I think it if if anything, it shows that I've worked hard. I mean, I run I run a marathon at 170 heart rate. Once I taper and and get my head in the right place, I can I can maintain 170 for a marathon. If I'm running at 505 pace this morning around that 170, I mean, do the mods. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's a good place to be in, and that tells you how hard I worked for Doha. That's why I'm this fit. It's all it's all the work I did for Doha. Um, so that's exciting. Um, I'm fucking really excited about that. Um, But yeah, it, it, there's also like 170 heart rate today after long haul flight yesterday. Like, yeah, actually the, the long haul flight was the day before but I, I only arrived. I arrived into London yesterday morning at 8.30 a.m. So yeah, 24 hours ago was a long haul flight. So maybe 170 heart rate in like 10 days time. You know, it could be even fucking faster. Um, So I'm excited about that, Um, but like I said, there's going to be rules put in place for Dublin, you know, like, it's not a case of, like, being reckless, and there's a race within a race, Um, and the the first priority is to win the national title, Um, the second priority is to run as fast as I can, Um, and the first priority has to take the, like, whatever, like, the first priority is the, the priority that you take care of first, and then, if like mile twenty one, mile twenty two, you're still in a race. Well, then you're just trying to win that that national title. If at mile twenty one, mile twenty two, you, you find yourself like moving away from that race, and you can start to like put your focus on the race ahead of you or time. That's what you do. Um, but I'll I'll build a I'll build a race plan myself. And I'll. I don't know, I'll have a look at the field, I'll have a look at the course, I'll look back to maybe what I could have done better in 2017 and um, I'll check out the weather and things like this and um, and, and then I'll go from there. Um, but yeah, like I say, there's still little things that I've got to get through. I've still got to get a bit of physio. I've got a physio session on Thursday booked in. Today's massage, so I'm just getting a general massage um, and I'll probably get pretty much everywhere done, like back and neck and um like glutes and everything today i'll be a long massage um and then yeah thursday's a bit of physio and in physio it's more specific if i've got a few complaints and at the minute i kind of do like my i think i rolled my ankle at some point and it's been flaring up a little bit um which it doesn't hinder me too much but it could hinder me at the end of the marathon Um, and then obviously if this hip flexor still needs a bit of bit of work done then I'll i'll get a little bit of work on it get some needles put in it and it'll soon settle down um but yeah look it, everything's in a really good spot today today wasn't anything crazy i started at like six minute mile pace and like i said worked it down to like 455 and it's nothing to get excited about because people are running a full marathon at 455 nowadays so and I'm faster like fuck, don't even get me started on uh kipchoge but yeah, it's nothing to get excited about, but it's still nice that that you sort of think that like yesterday there's my masseuse probably moaning while I'm 15 minutes late. Um, but anyway, I'm go- I'm gonna bond. Let me go get massage. Um, take care. by bye bye.